Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everybody. Patrick Connor here. And welcome to the Knuckles and Gloves podcast, the special edition of the show today. I have Vancouver, Washington's Victor Morales Jr. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. I'm out here in LA and uh, just getting some good work in. I, I said Vancouver, Washington, and I moved to Vancouver myself a couple of years ago. So it's almost like it's weird even okay. saying that it's weird even acknowledging that Vancouver has a... Uh, as an up and coming fighter, you know what I mean? Vancouver is yeah. kind of like the, the smaller brother to Portland and whatnot. So it's pretty cool to have a local kid. Exactly. Especially with, you know, traveling and stuff, people don't know Vancouver, Washington, unless they either have people that are in Portland or in Vancouver. So anytime I say I'm from Vancouver, they're like, Oh, Canada. Right. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> That's like six hours away, I think, or so. Um, but, uh, typically since my gym is in Portland, I just say I'm from Portland. Um, but, uh, definitely I live in Washington and Vancouver. Yeah. And, uh, it's, it's close enough that it's basically the same metropolitan exactly. area that you can, yeah, you just say you're from the Portland area or whatever, but look, man, you're, you're 15 and oh, and when I had just moved up to the Pacific Northwest, I remember reading about you in the Oregonian, like, I think it was right before I moved up in 2015. And so I've gotten to see quite a transition and I've basically gotten to see you grow into who you are as a professional, an unbeaten professional fighter, which is really cool. Um, mm. And I mean, cool for me and obviously way more cool for you, but uh, the pandemic hit, obviously that has been a, a very big blow to just about every fighter. And it seemed like right when you were kind of poised to explode, uh, you know, as, as a prospect or into contendership, there was a little bit of a halt in momentum in 2021. You've been able to reclaim that a little bit. Yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, but I do got to say that uh, I actually went through a hand injury right when COVID, right when everything went, got locked down, I actually went through a hand injury and had three surgeries on it. Um, so as, as bad as it may sound, COVID honestly um, gave me the time to just fully rest and heal up and go through physical therapy and just get my hand back to 100%. Um, so really it wasn't a loss to me. Um, I got to spend a lot of time with family while I was healing and stuff. And um, honestly, I got like vacation and just a break that I never got uh, growing up. I mean, I've been doing this since I was like seven years old and I've never really had like just a, just a solid, just break for a second. Um, and honestly, I think coming into 2021 that really just like made me want to push even harder to be honest with you um because you just never know you know when when it was going to come back um and when I was going through physical therapy and stuff I wasn't the only one that wasn't boxing that was everybody else wasn't boxing so that kind of put me in a spot where it's like okay um I'm not in a rush there's no fighting right now so there's there's no really no rush 
Um, I feel like had COVID not locked everything down, I would have got in the ring too soon and possibly injured my hand again. So uh, you mentioned going back to seven years old is when you started boxing. And that's, that's exactly what some of the content of that article I remember from a number of years ago was. Uh, and there are a number of people who have heard about you as a prospect and heard, of, heard about you as an up and comer, but don't really know your story. Uh, would right. you mind kind of like going over what, how exactly, you know, Garden Home, West Portland, and kind of your transition into the, the top level amateurs and then pros? Well, the only reason why I even ended up at the gym was my dad was, was looking for a boxing gym to join. Um, he, he wanted to uh, start boxing again. He boxed back when he was younger and uh, wanted to get back into the gym again. And he ended up finding a Garden Home and talked to Coach Bill and, Co and, and Rosie. And, uh, and sure enough, he showed up on like a Monday or Wednesday, I can't remember. And, uh, and we followed, me and my brothers followed him in there. Uh, me and my, and my younger, right under me brother, I have three other brothers. Um, but uh, so we both followed him in and uh, we've been in the gym ever since. Well, and uh, I actually, something that I didn't really, it didn't register to me at the time, probably because Virgil Ortiz hadn't really gone on to accomplish what he has since then accomplished. But how does it feel knowing that you defeated Virgil Ortiz as an amateur in a pretty big tournament? And then now he's gone on. And I don't mean in the sense of like you comparing your, your own development to him, but knowing uh, more in the sense that knowing that you've been in there with a number yeah. of these top level guys who are now undefeated or if not undefeated, still at the top. And you've right. already been in there with them. So like you, you kind of already know what it's like. How, how does that feel? It, feel, it feels good. Um, obviously we're in the PNW, so no one really looks up that way, to be honest. Um, I really had to make my, a name for myself in the amateurs and then kind of, uh, and then we met Sean Porter and Kenny Porter and they kind of, we, we kind of linked with them for the next, you know, 10 years or so. And kind of, they went to all my nationals. They went and traveled with me all around. And um, then, you know, it was time to turn pro and they really kind of put my name out there and stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, it feels great. You know, those guys, they were looked at because of, you know, where they were from. He's from Texas, tra traveled and trained in California. Um, and uh, it, it was always something that I had to work like three times harder than everybody else um, because of where we were, where we're from. Uh, no one looks up that way. So I had to really stand out. And then I started traveling and then traveling around to train and stuff. And um, eventually they, they looked that way. And, uh, and now I am where I am. Well, and, and even just kind of being embraced or accepted into the wild card in LA as, as kind of like a regular, uh, somebody who comes in and trains regularly, mm -hmm. that's even just that is kind of thought of as a, a prestigious or very sought after position as a fighter, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, it, it, yeah, most definitely. Um, especially since, I mean, anybody can really show up to the wild card. Um, they have the main area that, I mean, everyone's seen in pictures with Manny Pacquiao on the ring and, and it's, it's a gym, um, but they actually have a private area down below. And that's where, when we go to the wild card, that's where I'm doing all my sparring is down below with, with uh, select guys that can get down there and uh, it's all high level stuff. I mean, we're talking about world champions to um, for, uh, future, Olymp future Olympians, former Olympians. I mean, it's top of the top.
who were some of the fighters that you really like looked up to? I know Andre Ward was one of the fighters that you had mentioned. Who were some other fighters that you really looked up to uh, as an amateur and then kind of in your earlier pro days, perhaps even now? Uh, so Andre Ward was always my number one. Um, obviously, we looked up to, you know, Floyd, Pacquiao, anyone that was really making a name and, and making things happen. You know, Canelo, obviously. Um, I get a lot of things around here. People ask me if I was Canelo and they thought that I was Canelo <laughs> for a second. And it, it's funny. Um, obviously, Canelo, um, Marquez, uh, Julio Cesar Chavez Sr. Um, I just looked up to a lot of people and I kind of tried to incorporate certain things from those guys. See, okay, let's see what I can do with it. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, then it doesn't. But that's what we're here to do is figure things out and, uh, and try new things. You mentioned Sean Porter and Kenny Porter. Obviously, he's got a, a massive fight coming up against Terrence Crawford. But also another thing about Sean Porter that's pretty prominent with his story is that Kenny Porter, his dad, is uh, a very much a factor in his career and life. And likewise, your dad, Victor Sr., very yeah. much a part of your career and life. Um, how, how important is that aspect of family in your career to you? You know, when we, when we see those guys, it, it really when we met them, actually, it was like an instant, like, like brotherhood thing, because there's not many father sons that are out there. We met him. We met them in like 2010, I think, when he was still like Manny Pacquiao's main sparring partner. So we met them at the wild card and they like took us to across the street to where their, uh, their apartment was that they were staying in. And, and this was all like same day that we had met them. Um, you could just, it was just brotherhood from there. And then we just stayed in contact. And then as I all got older and older, uh, I was training with them off and on and going and seeing them in Vegas. And they would travel to my nationals and give me tips, me and Sean. Uh, we still talk to this day, honestly. Um, and uh, it, it was definitely a great uh, friendship and brotherhood that we had, all four of us. And um, you would also, I kind of wanted to ask because I was just curious for myself. Um, your other brothers, did they ever really wind up doing much in boxing or did they ever get far into it? Oh, they did. Uh, my, the brother, so I have three brothers. The one that's right underneath me was actually my dad's first national champion. And he was national champion at, uh, I think, 10 years old. Okay, so this um, is a dynasty was, we're talking about here. Yes. So, and he was my, <laughs> he was my spar, main sparring partner until we were like 16, I think. And, uh, I mean, this guy, my brother, he could, he could punch. He was... He could punch his, he could box just as well as me and he could outpoint anybody. But his favorite thing was he liked to punch. He liked to fight. And, uh, and, and that's just how it was. It's just, you know, we've, that's just how he was. Um, and then the little ones, they're, uh, they're going to be 18 this, this November 26th. So they're, they were, they were a lot younger than us, but they got into it. They had some fights too. And then, I ended up turning pro and the, so the kind of focus kind of turned towards me. Um, but my brother that was underneath me decided that he, you know, he, he got old enough. He didn't really want to do it anymore. Um, so he decided to focus on school and now he's going and he's going to school to be, uh, to do automotive. Your record, it is teen and O. And I remember I was kind of talking briefly with your dad not too long ago about what your upcoming plans are. Um, but there's, I haven't really seen much, uh, written about it. What, what's, what's on the menu? Well, we have this fight, uh, coming up December 18th. Uh, we're fighting another undefeated fighter. 
Um, he's 12 and 0 and 15 and 0. So it should be a good battle. Um, I can't remember the name right off the top of my head, but it's December 18th. Contracts are signed and everything. And uh, we're going to go and show, you know, somebody's O has to go and it's not going to be mine. I can promise you that. We're working too hard. I got too much um, going on that uh, uh, we're, we're fighting for this one. December 18th, is that the, the Texas show? Uh, not that I know of. Uh, from what I know right now, they're still trying to get all the main event stuff uh, figured out with the venue and stuff. Um, but it is a set card already. Um, they're just kind of trying to figure it out before they post it out, I believe. So what are some of the fighters, uh, just to kind of name drop, because why not? Because we're here. Who are some of the fighters or some of the, the better fighters that you would say you've, you've been in the ring with, uh, wild card or wherever? Uh, man, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, fighters that we fought. Some of them that I don't even know their names, but they're just, they're just solid guys that are, were former Olympians. Um, I can drop, uh, Adam Lopez. He's here in California. Um, uh, we're, shoot. Who else did I spar in the wild card? Uh, I spar with Pitufo. Um, and, uh, there's, there's, there's people all around. I mean, uh, some of them that I don't even remember their names. Um, uh, I've obviously gotten the ring with Sean Porter in the past. Um, and, uh, just a lot of, just a lot of different people, honestly. Do you feel like it kind of adds a little bit of an extra challenge? Uh, the fact that, you know, you meant, you mentioned the Pacific Northwest and there definitely is, there's been a bit of a falling off, uh, point as far as talent up here, or, I mean, not even so much talent, just the, the lack of sparring and there aren't as many gyms as there used to be. There aren't as many tournaments up here as there used to be, et cetera. And so therefore fighters from the Pacific Northwest as in some other parts of the country or world have to travel around and have to kind of figure out where it is they can get sparring or the best work. Do you feel like that adds an extra challenge or do you feel like that's like, that's, that's just part of the journey and that's just what you need to do? I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I mean, I'm, we're obviously coming out here and we're not just sparring anybody. I mean, we're sparring top guys. These are, these are guys that are coming from around the world um, and coming to get the same thing that we are, the best work that you can get. Um, but I mean, I wish that I would have sparring at home. Uh, this would be a lot easier. Uh, you know, not, we wouldn't have to spend as much money, um, but you know, it, it's all worth it. Um, it. It keeps me, it keeps me grounded and gives me something to, to, to work for. It makes me hungry. It makes me, uh, we're not comfortable here is what it is. So when you're not comfortable, you're really on your toes. You're really, you're really fighting. And these aren't necessarily sparring sessions that we talk about. These are like ring wars that we're going through a lot of the times. Um, and uh, I mean, I, I think that's just some people stay at home and train and some people, they move they down south or anywhere, usually to California or Vegas or some of those towns. And that's just something that we had to do. So what is what do you would you say the next twelve to eighteen months looks like for you? So we're gonna get this fight. We're gonna get this fight to finish off the year. We'll get three more uh, next year, and uh, hopefully that we're fighting for uh, a title next year. That's that's the plan. Title next year. That's that's pretty good stuff, and it's. 
I think well yeah. within, uh, well within your reach, dude, for sure. Well, um, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to speak with me. And I know that you're doing a lot of hard training out there. And so it's, you're busy and that's, I appreciate you stepping away. Oh, I appreciate you, uh, getting me on and, and talking. Uh, I love to talk to anybody that, that really wants to, to know and, and to put me out there. I really appreciate it. Well, in, in the meanwhile, before you guys uh, tune in for our next show, if you want to go ahead and follow Victor Morales Jr., I see you on Instagram fairly often, and that's probably the best place to follow you, I would imagine, at official underscore Victor Morales. That would probably be the best place to catch up, it seems, although you are on yeah. Facebook too, I know. But uh, also, if you do want to subscribe to the Knuckles and Gloves podcast, go ahead and we're on all the regular podcast apps. We're on YouTube now, Facebook all of that stuff. Much appreciated. Victor, thanks again, man. Thank you so much. Take it easy, everybody. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.